Hello and welcome to the Salted Anchor. My name is Cami Smith and I am so excited that you have joined me yet again for this week on the Salted Anchor. This is the week of Thanksgiving and my heart is so full here at the Salted Anchor. I wanted to introduce to you my husband. I've told you a lot of stories already about me, but this time I wanted to introduce the man in my life who has been a constant to me all these years. We just celebrated this past August our sweet 16th wedding anniversary and what a blessing it has been to celebrate 16 years we sure have withered through some storms we have made it another day and another year even when those times that we didn't know that we could make it. We made it. And that is why it is so sweet. This year is extra special because we're here at the Salted Anchor together, all under one roof to enjoy the festivities, the food and the fellowship of Thanksgiving when I realized that my husband was going to be home take a vacation for the week of Thanksgiving I was thrilled and then I was kind of disappointed because I thought oh man we're going to be so interrupted with the first three days of nothing but school 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 And then I got the best surprise ever. That school was actually going to start. The holiday break would start early. And I was shocked. Honestly, I don't think I believed the kids. I was like, no, it's not on the school calendar. They they wouldn't do that to you all. They're not just going to magically pull out a week of school and just say, hey, no school this week. But yet, here they did it. I was really surprised they were right when all of the three different schools well kids at I have three different buildings that all the kids go to when they all started telling me the exact same thing I I started to believe them and I'm super excited then I get the phone call that the holiday break would start on Friday as soon as school was out and they wouldn't be back into school until the 30th. And I was shocked. It's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So my husband and I were on a drive last week. Just he and I. And I told him, I said, you realize that the kids are out of school the week of Thanksgiving. And so are you. He's like, yeah, I can't wait for turkey sandwiches, Thanksgiving dinner. And I said, well, why don't we do Thanksgiving Monday? Who said we have to wait till Thursday? Then you don't have to worry about how much turkey you have to eat or not eat 
to get ready for the week of work ahead. And he looked at me and he was so excited. He was like, I like how you think. So we decided that we were going to do Thanksgiving Monday. And he got too excited then he pushed it up to Sunday. So we decided we would do Thanksgiving early. So we've already had our Thanksgiving dinner and we get to enjoy the leftovers of turkey sandwiches, desserts galore, and it's going to be amazing. When my husband came up to me yesterday, he said he had a surprise for me and I couldn't wait. I love surprises. And he's a horrible secret keeper when he has a surprise. It was so cute. He had said he had a surprise and wanted to know if I was ready to go downstairs. Just at that moment, I had not even gotten out of the bed. And I said, let me at least, you know, get up and brush my teeth. And then I thought, well, I'll go ahead and get ready for the day so I don't have to go up and down the stairs. Because the season I'm in, that's a big feat for me. So I got myself slowly dressed and I took my time and about an hour and a half later I finally made my way downstairs and I was looking for my husband I walked into the kitchen and I saw the most amazing gift the look of shock on my face my jaw literally dropped open and I gasped (gasps) for air and he wasn't in the kitchen And my youngest son said, I think he is outside on the grill. And I was trying to contain my shock. I wasn't even sure which way I wanted to go outside to greet him. So I went out through the garage, found him standing by his grill, and he saw me. And he starts saying, I just hugged him and he starts saying, he's like, yeah, I did that. I did that. Yeah, I did that. And the tears started coming. I couldn't even stop him. The tears and more tears and more tears. And I could not stop them. And I'm hugging him and he's dancing and I'm hugging him and he's still dancing. And he's so proud of this gift. And I'm still in such shock. He's like, yeah, I did that. Yeah. Yeah, I did that. And I'm still just standing there and I can't believe you did this. When I was a child growing up, my grandparents had an old wash basin in their entryway. And this old wash basin, the pitcher would sit underneath. And then there was a bowl filled always with candies. I've always loved the, we call it the candy dish. But it's an old wash basin. It's got the candle holders on each side and over the years it has never aged like the rest of us. It's a, it was meticulously dusted and always maintained. The candy dish itself was always cleaned out when a new bag of chocolate goodies would be added to the mix. My grandfather was really a fan of Heath bars. So those were always in there. Hershey chocolates, no, never any of the, the nasty stuff. It was always name brand 
good chocolates. Werther's original were usually tucked underneath the candies as well. Caramel chews every once in a while. I remember as a kid not knowing what some of the candy bars were, but knowing I did not like the yellow ones because there was a day that I took a big old bite and it was nothing but peanuts in my mouth. Peanuts and chocolate, I learned, were not in my thing. So I'd usually go for the the red ones or the blue ones. And if the red and blue were gone, no Hershey's, no Nestle Crunch Bars, I'd get just the good old, regular, plain old Hershey bar. And I would usually eat that Hershey bar with a nice glass of Pepsi with crushed ice. And Granny usually was pretty good about getting us our favorite beverages, so most often there'd be Dr. Pepper in there for me. And I loved drinking with the crushed ice, and I'd crush up the ice in my teeth, and I'd eat that chocolate, and I loved the texture of that frozen chocolate. Then I started realizing, ooh, if I put the chocolate in the freezer, that would be delicious. And that started a love of frozen chocolate. Growing up, it didn't matter who walked into Granny's door. You were a guest once and family ever since then, ever after. And that candy dish was always filled up. We could take pocketfuls of candy out the door. And as a youngster, we would, when we would have our coats on, the pockets of our coats would be filled as much as our pockets and our jeans. And when you're little, the pockets are really little, so you could only get maybe one or two things in there. So your coat pockets were always the best bet. And I can even remember as a real little girl bringing my purse to Granny's house because I could fill my purse with all kinds of goodies. My mother would be like, oh, please don't put all that candy in because she didn't want to deal with the chocolate everywhere, the cavities in our teeth. But we would somehow manage to have carloads of pocketfuls When we moved in closer to them, we'd bring our friends with us. Our friends would fill their pockets as well. The candy dish, it was never-ending candy. I can remember a few times I'd go over there and I'd move around the things that I didn't like. Sometimes those winter mint things or any of those chocolates that I didn't care for would get kind of scraped around and then all of a sudden here would come the bag of chocolates and we could all hear being poured into the candy dish and we'd all run over to grab our favorites fill our pockets and eat them throughout the day there was never a rule of how many we could have or how many pockets full we could leave with we always had plenty of candy and I can even remember sometimes we'd take the last of something and my mom would tell us to put it back and my grandmother would say, I can always go get more. She never made us feel badly if we took the last of something or finished something off. She would always say, good, that's what it's there for. Eat it, drink it. That's why I buy it. I can always get more. And she always would go and get more. That candy dish, that 
wash basin. Was so much fun to go looking through to see, ooh, there's a new Snicker bar. Ooh, the holiday season, they would always have the fun little candy wrappers and we would learn we liked the pink one or we liked the green one or we wanted the Milky Way. Oh, those memories of the holidays, wrappers everywhere. And she never got mad. She'd pick them up and put them away. Starburst sometimes were at the bottom of the candy dish. Never liked the orange ones. I always wanted the pink ones and the red ones. Preferably just the red. It's been about five years now since she's gone on to be with our Lord. And that candy dish is still being maintained by my auntie. And... When my grandmother was sickly, after her stroke and our children were getting older, she would always ask our kiddos, did you get your candy? It's funny because our husbands, my sisters and I, when we'd bring our children to grandma's house, they would start filling their pockets full of the chocolates and we'd go over there and join them. And our husbands would be like, oh, just take one. I'm like, we're at grandma's house. Take five pocketfuls, I don't care. It was like my my parenting even went out the window those days that my kids were at grandma's house. And my sisters and I would laugh and giggle like we all knew that it was okay at grandma's house. Or as my kids affectionately called her do to do because whenever you would enter her house she would greet you with a trumpet sound. So as we were preparing for Thanksgiving dinner on yesterday, it was like the trumpets were sounding because as soon as I walked into my kitchen, there was a wash base waiting for me. And it was probably the most beautiful gift because I'd always said that's the one thing I would want from my grandparents' home was the candy dish. And here my husband brought me my very own and gave it to me on the day we're celebrating Thanksgiving. Oh my gosh, the tears that are still rolling down my face of gratitude because now I can continue the tradition all the way on the Eastern shore, what was started in the heart of Kansas City. What an incredible gift that was to me. What an incredible gift to have a husband that listens to every word I say Sometimes he listens too literally and too much. And I say, that's not what I meant. I meant was, and he comes back with, so what you said isn't what you mean. And I've had to learn that I've got to be careful with what I say because he listens so well. And to really say what I mean 
because there is a difference. What a treasure that I have with my family. with this home. What a treasure that I have with my husband. I can't wait for more stories to unfold as we are knitting together our own traditions and unwinding some old ones, but bringing some new ones to our family. I think having Thanksgiving Sunday was probably the most spectacular way to celebrate. And I just sat there looking at the food and looking at all of the the kids helping and they all pitched in to help. Zoe helped making the pie crust. Zach and Zeta helped peeling potatoes that took them forever. And then cutting them. Zach helped with the peaches and the peach cobbler. Cutting the pecans and making them and toasting them off. Zion was busy helping do all the dishes with his short little self. He didn't care that was the worst job he could have. He knew it was so important that, and he did it with such excellence to his little nine-year-old abilities. When I finally got to a point that I could help him, I said, I'll do this part. How about you dry? Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. And everything was with such gratitude. My husband even looked over and said, Zion, I know this isn't the most glamorous job, but you've got one of the most important jobs of them all. And he was so excited. When we kept telling him, man, buddy, you're doing such a good job. Thank you. He was ecstatic. He was telling all his siblings, look what I did. I did this. Look what I did. I did this. Even if it was the smallest little part to making this dinner. And when he got to say grace, he was so excited. And then my husband said, Cammy, is there something else you want to add? So I was just so thankful for everybody there. I got done. I said, I always wanted to say grace. And he said, you're too long-winded. People are ready to eat. And I just laughed. Because I always wanted to just give God the glory for, for family. Getting together for friendships around the table. Because I've always been extremely grateful for the littlest of things. And yesterday was no different. I am so grateful to start a new tradition with my family 
to have an old tradition enter into my family and to make the salted anchor a home for many years to come. Thank you so much for joining me today, for hearing my heart, for wiping away tears with me, for laughing with me, for learning with me, for reminiscing with me. I hope that your Thanksgiving is spectacular. I hope that you have the most blessed time with your loved ones around your table. No matter what the world around us is saying, I hope and I pray that your Thanksgiving dinner is a blessing and that you enjoy every sweet little face that is around that table. I hope you have a fantastic holiday with your loved ones. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's Salted Anchor.